0: What's up Mets fans? 17 games left. Two games back out of the second wild card spot. Fan graphs at the present time says they have a 19.9% chance of making the playoffs, it is Let's September twelfth, and the Mets are playing meaningful meaningful games in September. You know what, How about that? Pete? You know what
1: number still gives me awful anxiety? Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen games left. I, <laughs> yeah. I saw Steve Gelbs tweeted seventeen games to play, and they're only two back. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't like this number in particular. Let's just get to. It's good thing it's a day game, so we don't have to sit on it too long and then blow right through. But yeah, they're in it, baby. I know a you lot know of what? That. They were like winning series, and then they lost uh, two out of three to Philadelphia. They, uh-huh. eh, they're not making up any ground. Now they lose a series. But finally, they're getting some help elsewhere, right? Mm-hmm. The Padres mm-hmm. knock off the Cubs a couple of nights in a row. Christian Yelich, unfortunately, breaks his kneecap and it's now done for the season. Uh, you know, the Cardinals lost yesterday. If they are a factor in all of this, you know, mm-hmm. then the Nationals maybe come back a little bit. But they're, they're finally gaining ground, which is good to see, picking up two games in two nights after it had been about three weeks since they really picked anything up.
0: Yeah, in July we talked about miracles. And, and clearly, if this actually happens— To be on the 50-year anniversary of the 69 team, to come back 50 years later, Miracle Mets times two or part two, whatever you want to
1: call it. I think we're on like part six by now, aren't (laughs) we? How many times have we kicked dirt on this team and they just keep coming back, right? Uh, There were multiple times you could do it in July and and probably even into August uh, that that was about where they started to get hot when they lost a series to the Cubs. It was an easy time to kick dirt when they lost six in a row to Atlanta and Cleveland when they lose a series to Philadelphia this weekend and the way that they have lost some of these games as well. And yet they're like still hanging around. They're still in this thing very much and the schedule does Lighten up a little bit from here. After Arizona, yes, it's the Dodgers, but they've already clinched. Mm -hmm. We'll see if that affects anything. I mean, you have their three best pitchers, it would appear, going this weekend. It'll be Kershaw on Friday, Ryu on Saturday, who has been struggling lately, and then Walker Bueller on Sunday Night Baseball. And then the Mets get the Braves the last weekend of the series of the season. And Atlanta might be... Chilling out a little bit at that point is they'll have the NL East all locked up. And other than that, we have the Marlins, Marlins, the Rockies have been terrible, the
0: the Rockies, I'm sorry,
1: and the Reds, uh, who are playing okay. I mean, they pitch well, Mm -hmm. but that's Mm -hmm. certainly a winnable series. It's not that harrowing a schedule when you look forward.
0: I think you get through today. You win the series against the Dodgers this weekend, and then you could basically print my playoff strip right there. Mm-hmm. They, they, I'm serious, dude. I'm serious. This is this weekend is going to be a, a big test because yes, they 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 did already clinch, but. They're not going to just roll over. They, they want to no, get that home so field yet. advantage. And, um, you know, having the best record in the National League is going to actually help help that for I, them.
1: I would have to double check the standings, but I don't think the Dodgers are really in competition to have home field. I think that they have to have like a five game lead, at least as far as that goes, because St. Louis hasn't that. been that good. Oh, I guess Atlanta. I'm forgetting about Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Atlanta's probably within three or four games, I would guess. Let's look it up uh standings right yeah, now Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about their home field advantage and chasing that aspect of things i mean they're basically just chasing history at this point and how many wins they could rack up so yeah the games? dodgers are
0: 94 and 53 and the braves are 91 and 56 so they're pretty close. Three games yeah um yeah i mean it's gonna be uh, it, it's gonna one. be close and you know the uh the playoff strips uh, i just was was kind of joking about but not really the um we have the option to purchase a strip because we have the the season ticket or the eight-game ticket package at City Field. So our deadline to purchase is Tuesday. So some fans that are sitting with us are like, well, I don't really want to drop this, uh, even though you can get it back. But mm-hmm. drop the deposit now, 35% down deposit. You have until Tuesday. And I'm like, I'm not trying to put Gosh. pressure on anyone. But there's a 20% chance right now that they're going to make it. Well. So – It's a lot of pressure. Let's do the math on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right?
1: So they did stun us in 2016, Uh not only that they got into the wild card, but that they hosted. Uh Now, do you have the same confidence, because the division's not in play for the Mets, do you have the same confidence that they could not only overtake that second wild card spot, but get the top one? So basically what I think you're really looking at is they would have to go to Washington, Mm -hmm. win one game. And then you're looking at the division series and hoping you get a couple of games there.
0: Well, we were doing the math breakdown yesterday. I mean, the the way that the strip works, you have to buy all this even if they're not going to play it. So you'd be yeah. getting some of that money back anyway.
1: Is it? Do you have to buy everything? All three, all everything. the rounds, everything. Yeah. Oh
0: my god! So you're dropping. I think it's a little over sixteen hundred bucks. But the the wild card game. If they don't play it, you get that money back. If they don't go... So
1: you need four Wo- World Series games because it's four, four, three. theoretically possible they could host the World Series. And yeah. then you need four NLCS games because... And three DS. Even though they wouldn't host that. And then two... D- oh, no. They wouldn't make yeah, it pay for the three you have to. There's no way they could host it's the way it works. Oh, my so you gosh. buy the strip. and then you got to buy the wild card game too. Yeah, yeah.
0: And if shit. there is a tiebreaker game, that's that's optional. So like that comes in afterwards. So it's a lot of money to drop, but I mean honestly, 20% chance they're doing it. If the Mets win the series this weekend, just print my strip, and uh, I'll see you out there on uh, you know in October. But. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be... Lizzie's shaking your head back there. Hello, Lizzie. How you doing? Good morning. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Uh, if you want to give us a chat, give us a shout and chat with us. 631-388-5195. A little early show because we got Marcus Stroman, Long Island's own Marcus Stroman on the hill today, who has not looked like the yeah, Marcus you, Stroman we were hoping to get. You
1: faith in him today?
0: I mean, we have to. And every day you have to have faith in everyone that's on the field. I got the PMA shirt on today. All right. I saw a little. We know neg- where you are with that shirt. I saw a little <laughs> negative tweet last night from uh, Sal Licata. I'm Not like, Sal, dude. Go break out your shirt. He bought one of these things.
1: He's already. He's already jumping ship. Put it on. Look in the mirror. <laughs>
0: Goose fraba.
1: Goose fraba. Well, the Sal. the
0: best part of PMA is that you end up being like. Uh, uh, Costanza's dad, and, you know, Serenity now, Serenity now, it's insanity later.
1: I was yelling that uh, this weekend, I think, when Edwin Diaz is in a big spot again. You need, oh my you need to have something to...
2: I couldn't watch.
1: Fray the nerves, <laughs> calm the nerves here. <laughs> how ridiculous has this season been? Again, we, we mentioned a little bit about the living and the dying, but even the individual games themselves, like, they won on Tuesday night, but how could you possibly... Be comfortable when it's Justin Wilson who's been good, but the Arizona Diamondbacks are rallying, and all of a sudden it's Wilmer Flores up at the plate after they couldn't turn the double play with Pete Alonso, and you're like, oh my gosh, we know how this ends, we know how this ends, and somehow they got out of it, but there's, it's... It's fun, I guess, <laughs> when it's over, but it is so stressful in the moment, just night after night after night. That's why last night was nice. It felt like a break, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's mm-hmm. like a vacation day that five home runs. Oh, all the runs in the first inning, and Matt's like did make you nervous in the second, but ultimately got through enough so they didn't have to have those harrowing moments in the bullpen late. Yep, yep. So it was uh I mean, really, it was it was like a day off. It was like it was a little siesta in the yeah, middle of
0: Yeah, Matt's gets out of that that uh bases loaded jam in the second inning. And, and then they ended up going six strong. So I mean yeah. he did his job last night, but back to Tuesday, we're out there with the with the uh, the seven line army, which we can oversee the bullpen, and everyone's yelling, you, you know, the guys in one forty two can overlook the bullpen. Mm-hmm. People are like, Who's warming up? Who's warming up? And like, It's Diaz, and everyone's like, Oh fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> shit. And I'm like I'm looking around, I'm like, you know what? If he's gonna commit, I mean we have Mickey said a couple days ago, they're gonna keep running him out there, which is then he didn't. Which then he didn't. And, and he, he
1: said afterwards I couldn't do it. This is what I had to do. Right. Right. right and right, he right. made it clear and even talked specifically about Diaz. So, you know, and this is the thing that does drive you nuts about Mickey occasionally and Terry had the same issue. And I guess it's just difficult Post game one day to pregame the next. You do consider things differently. But one day it's, oh, we're going to throw Edwin Diaz and continue getting him right. We need him to go where we want to go. And then when it actually comes down to it, yeah, no, we're not. We can't put this guy, out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you find out where guys actually stand. And I know, for any Mets fan, it felt like common sense won out, even if it was harrowing and not a great matchup to have the lefty facing Wilmer Flores. Mets fans know very well how good Wilmer can be against the southpaws, but it worked out. Yeah, we were right. it's just not a better option. It's Lugo Wilson and everybody else
0: we've seen it time and time again with with uh you know wilmer doing it when he was our guy and i was expecting it i was like he's gonna come through right here and it, it's the kind of thing like it's 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 tough because he's so beloved by the by the, the fan base that you don't want to clearly you don't want to see him succeed in the ninth inning of a game like that but you know we just had finished in the top of the ninth cheering for him
1: wilmer got no, of the,
0: bottom of the eighth i'm sorry we, we were cheering for him and you know okay. we did like the little one-person roll call for wilmer um
1: Wilmer got his home run off Jacob throne. He didn't yeah. have to do anything else. Yeah, 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 right. exactly. He had his moment. Exactly. He gave Jacob the little wink, yeah. Yeah. which is phenomenal. I felt, love that. It felt very Wilmer. And then he homered off him later. He had the big smile going around the bases. The Mets won the game. It was perfect. It was right, like the right, perfect right. game. Yeah, yeah. You went to the game Monday night. You saw everything you wanted to see. A yep. nice tribute with Wilmer. He enjoyed it. Took it all in. Tipped his cap. Little wink to Jake, and then Jacob even smiled, but you don't see a lot of that from him. I love that because they had
2: to replay Jacob smiling at him because when – they showed Wilmer winking, yeah, and then they went to Jacob. <laughs> Jake had already put his his yes. head down, so you didn't see it. Yeah. And the replay, put the face yeah, back on. and the replay, I was like, oh my god, he smiled. Well, they're, they're
0: boys, you know. <laughs> they were together so long, you of know. Course. Wilmer grew up in this in this franchise, so it's it's an easy thing for these guys to still have you know relationships. You know, on on uh, Sunday night, I think when the uh, or maybe it was Monday. Yeah, I think it was Sunday night when the Diamondbacks got to town. You saw on one of their Instagrams, I think like Lagarus was hanging out at a club or something with Flores. So, like, okay. it's a little homecoming, you know? But how
1: about this? Did you see? I just saw it this morning, the Diamondbacks Twitter account. Put up pictures of Wilmer. Apparently, he visited, like, some kind of Friends Uh exposition. They had (laughs) photos of him on the set or a set where they taped Friends. And they had him wearing... Remember, there was a scene where Joey put on all of the clothes in his closet. I was a Friends guy. Uh, But they had Wilmer wearing, like, an outfit of the same thing. It was hilarious. I'm like, oh, he did this in New York, I guess. I mean, it just, yeah, yeah. they just put it up recently. But where is so. Very I on brand Wilmer. for Wilmer. I don't know. My my wife seemed to have an idea about it, but I I, I I don't have the first clue. I mean, they didn't tape the show here.
2: I have no idea, yeah.
1: But apparently there's something that Wilmer was able to visit. You can see the pictures in the Diamondbacks' Twitter account.
0: So Pete, as you know, last week we gave away, I think it was last week, we gave away that floral shirt from the Mets. And today we have two of the, i mean, Rosario in jerseys. I don't know if was a, this was a this year thing or last year thing, but it these were from year. the Mets. This year. We have two to give away. Lizzie confirms it was this year. We have two to give away show. If you're watching the nice. show right now live, just share the show on Facebook or retweet if you're watching on the Twitter and you'll be automatically in the running to win one of these towards the end of the program. If you are out at the ballpark today, though, a little iffy on the weather, but um, hopefully they have a nice day. After the game, as we talked about, uh, I think last week, McKeller has something cool going on at uh, the brewery. So they teamed up with the local butcher shop in, in Manhattan, uh, Schaller and Weber, and uh, today they have a special pop-up food cart after the game where they made the bratwursts with some of the beer in the bratwurst, and they came out with this special beer called butcher beer. So, heading over to the brewery after the game and uh, have some food, have some beer, and hopefully enjoy a four game sweep. Um, I know, I know we're not going today, I, I wish we were, I have too much going on, but I thought I was saying to Kelly this morning, like, ah, What's what do you guys got going on this afternoon? I, I was hoping she was gonna say, Oh, we have a stacked afternoon. I'd be like, All right. Peace, Lizzie. I'm headed, I'm headed to the game. Great. <laughs> and she would have killed me. But <laughs> if you are at the game, we have a lot going on today and tomorrow. But if you are at the game, definitely pop into McKellar afterwards. They are open two hours before and after every game and uh, plenty of options uh, to go around. So... Before we went live, uh, you uh, commented on this little spiffy hat I'm wearing right now. It's an FDNY hat, yeah. And you just thought, you know, maybe it was just a regular FDNY hat, but you notice on the side here it has a Mets logo. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think about that? And uh, and new era, and new
0: era makes it. It's so, officially licensed by Major League Baseball.
1: Yeah. So my understanding, and I guess that was wrong, was why they they didn't wear the first responders hats, basically because they're not official hats sold by major league baseball right but i i guess that's not the case if they have fdny and i'm sure nypd and coast guard and everything else uh you know first responders hats that are officially licensed would that be you you know far more about this than i would is that the proper way to put it
0: they're definitely licensed i mean the inside label uh has the uh genuine mer- merchandise uh MLB you know tag in there. So the issue not the issue but the 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 topic comes up every year since 9/11. And if you watched last night Bobby V was on the pregame show and he was talking with Gary Apple about uh in the days after 9/11 when they set up a lot of um staging areas and things at Chase Stadium and they were working, you know, to to help they went somewhere, and they were giving Mets hats out, and some of the first responders then gave their hats back to the Mets and said, would you wear this in honor of my brother or or my family member? And I think that might be the origin of where it even started yeah. for the guys to wear the hats. But it, they were it was actual- organic. Yeah, exactly. But it was actual hats given to them as a gift and mm-hmm. said, "You know, can you please wear this to honor uh, my loved one? So- Clearly, you know, even Piazza, you know, uh, cut out the, the patch and taped it onto his helmet, which has been, you know, iconic photo there. So it's been something ever since that first game back on nine twenty one oh one, where Mets fans were hoping that this would be an annual thing. And clearly it hasn't been. So on the 10-year anniversary, David Wright and Josh Tolley, you could Google this. I don't know uh, who had the report or I read it recently. They decided they're going to do it anyway and wear the hats. And I don't know if it was a Mets rep or MLB rep or someone was in the dugout before they took the field and took the hats back, and they weren't allowed to wear them. So now that they're making hats, officially licensed Mets logo on the side, FDNY on the front, MLB logo on the inside, it's and the most they're selling sense them. I bought this ever. at the team store. Yeah, they have them at the ballpark. You bought that at City Field. I bought it's this at City Field, so they can wear these dopey uniforms on Players Weekend. Yeah, because they want to sell them. Yeah. But they can't wear these hats, which
1: they do sell, and the players can't wear them on the field. I mean, so like, where, where's the logic here? It, it, it's There is no logic, and it's the simplest thing in the world. It's one game. It's an exception to the rule, perhaps, right, if you really want to. Deal. But it is the simplest exception to make. Guys break the rules every day. And Mets yeah. Police writes
0: about this tirelessly. Well, You're not supposed to have a different color undershirt. There's different uniform rules that are broken. Every day, so clearly a hat is a
1: big, bigger difference than than a undershirt. But um, it's silly because it's something that does, you know, the Yankees could do this too. But it's, uh, I think, associated with the Mets. Yeah. But it connects you to the city in a way that, again, in the fact that it was organic. This isn't something that came up in a marketing meeting. It's like, oh, it would be great to do this. Let's have the guys wear hats. I and mean, this is something that, as you talked about, the origins of the story are real. Right. <laughs> it's not some manufactured bit. Uh, and credit to Pete Alonzo for finding the workaround, right. as right. it were, and uh, – really putting a lot of work and he, he paid for the cleats himself. So it's his own, his own money, his own doing is really impressive. And, and the foresight, and this is something he had to put together for many weeks, if not, absolutely. months. absolutely. Yeah. I was
0: thinking about that last night, the, 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 the timing that goes into making custom anything is is a lot of work. Plus, a lot of these guys have endorsement deals. So let's say, you know, I know that Granderson uh, is yeah, part of mentioned. New Balance. Yeah. So you couldn't just get some generic cleats and, and customize them. So we had to work this out with all the diff- different people the guys yeah. are, are part of and endorsed by and then get them customized, get the sizes, get the paint done. That's a lot of work. But um, I like this tweet last night or maybe it was this morning from Matt Cerrone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not a highlight reel MLB. You're a TV show you grow the game not through stats but through stories, which fans buy into emotionally and can't not watch how it ends, and then they're hooked. He's so right. it's, a, it's a photo with uh, Pete Alonso next to um, oh, what was the guy that made his debut last night? He has his first uh, at bat? Uh, just got brought Haggerty. Yeah, Haggerty. Uh, it's a photo with them. It says, dear MLB, pay attention. Baseball is about stories, not just stats. So shout out to Matt for that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. clearly something that. Um, You know, a lot of people would like to see them do. And
1: listen, this isn't new ground. No, we've all talked about this year after year after year. I I talked about it every year when I had the show at WOR. Uh, It's something that people have blogged about, tweeted about, talked about. It's the most common sense thing in the world that you build on a tradition rather than impose some dumb rules, right. uh, especially if you're selling those hats inside the stadium. It doesn't make any sense to me. And again, you know, Pete Alonso, he knew through history that they weren't going to be allowed to wear the hats, that the hats could be taken away as they had been in the past. So credit to him. Yeah. Find the around. It's kind of tough to take cleats off a bunch of players right, 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 right before right. the ball game. So right. uh, they were able to, you know, pay tribute in a way. And and, and go about it doing it with the uh, with the cleats here.
0: I'm just looking at the photo now, and and you know what I was talking about with the brands. I mean, you can see the 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 patented orange box there is the Nike. So yeah, he did have to go through the work to get all the different brands and wow, all this different yeah. stuff done, which is crazy. So shout out to Pete. And uh, I wrote something on Twitter. He was very thoughtful when he talks uh, about it after the game as absolutely. well. Absolutely.
1: And we've seen it. I think enough of that in these first five plus months of his career. He's the captain. He's an incredibly thoughtful uh empathetic human being beyond baseball and i, I think i think he's pretty good at, at picking his battles where these are the type of things that uh i think everyone can kind of get behind right I, I mean especially with this okay why would you who would argue against this besides somebody in an office in of major league baseball yeah exactly people who don't get it
0: so uh, I just, let's just play the song oh, second lizzie okay. uh
3: some some hats for us um Wanted to do custom hats with uh, whatever uh, group of first responders that someone, if someone wanted to do FDNY or Port Authority, they had the, the choice, but um, there's a unfortunately, there's a lot of red tape with Major League Baseball, and um, they kind of shot that idea down, and I think it's kind of sad that um, guys weren't allowed to, I mean, since that day, uh, that the first game back, they, I mean, they kind of shut it down every single year since. I think that's really unfortunate so a way to kind of get around that was uh was the cleats I just for me it's just come from a place where I want to show support not just to um uh the victims but the families as, as well because no one really knows how deep those emotional scars can be in living here um just kind of interacting with everybody I've I've, I've tried, to, tried to immerse myself and um just kind of the the New York uh, the New York living and I See kind of traces of it every single day, little bits and pieces of it, and I just want to show recognition to all the people who are uh, just heroes, just ordinary people that just uh, felt a sense of urgency and a admirable call of duty. So, um, this is for all those people who lost their lives and uh, all those people that did so much um, uh, to help. So,
0: what what more can you possibly say? This guy, he was five or six years old on the morning of 9-11-2001. And he's lived in New York not even six months. And he is more of a New Yorker than many people I'm not throwing shade of people who live here that don't feel the same sentiment as he does but he's in a position where the camera's on yeah. microphones in his face yeah. and the guy says all the right
1: things yeah and he's done it all year uh, what he did with the home run derby winnings <sighs> uh, donating some yeah. of wounded warriors yeah, yeah. and then I, I forget what the other charity was but I believe it was 9-11 related if um, it was tunnels to towers tunnels to so, towers but yeah yeah
0: exactly it's uh, the guy does and says all the right things and you know every time there's a little uh, but it's also
1: the little clip that, that goes up it it's it's not just a connection with the city it's also the history of the team because this is something that players have tried to push through over the years it's something that the fan base clearly wants so it's an understanding not only of the city but of the history of the team and what where the mets have sat um in, in all of this so it, it, it's really impressive um obviously and you know you think about David Wright retiring last year, yep, and yep. you know who would be that that next guy who could be a, a franchise light in that way. And uh, I'm sure on the short list we talk about guys like Jacob Degrom, and mm. um, you know who else could could step up into that role. And it's been shocking, I think shocking, to see a rookie work his way not only with the performance on the field, but what Pete Alonso has done beyond that and in a way you know david wright grew up as a met fan so i think that he always understood yep, some of yep. the history maybe in a way that's not as easily recognizable to somebody who didn't grow up within it but pete Alonso has been a quick study uh, that much is for sure
0: yeah i mean uh, i'm sure uh, jacob is a you know a strong presence in the, in the clubhouse as well but for a guy who's this young like you said a rookie but a it guy was, who it, plays every day yeah. and the camera's always on and he seems to always
1: say and do the right thing listen jacob is is Phenomenal yeah, yeah. in terms of what he does on the field, who he is within the clubhouse, how he handled some of the you know, baseball hardships of last year, but I think we have seen Pete Alonso reach out to a, a different level within New York and trying to give back and immersing himself in the community, and, and maybe it's not fair to compare all these things from one player to another, but... I mean, Alonso's kind of been <laughs> above and, and beyond, as we've talked about, especially to do this all in his first year, his first time enjoying Major League success, first time you know in a home run derby. I mean, think about how much this guy's life has changed yeah, yeah. within the last year. He was grinding it out down to AAA a year ago, uh, You know, w- was outwardly upset about not getting a call-up from the Mets, and here we are a year later, and he is making this kind of impact On the field off the field for this franchise and beyond that even within major league baseball and also within new york city
0: well hopefully it's something that we see you know this is this is just another step closer towards them just recognizing 9 11 as something where they can let the 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 players express themselves and throw the rule book out the window for three hours and just let these guys seriously do their thing uh let's move on from from this though to another clubhouse uh type uh issue if you want to call it one Noah Syndergaard, who spoke out recently about not wanting to pitch, pitch to Wilson Ramos. Well, and, he uh, spoke
1: out months ago So did about DeGrom it. as well. He he argued about it in-house, and then it was reported in the New York Post this week. Right. Sorry so, if you were building your way towards no, that. No, no, 100%. no,
0: no. It's, it's just something that, you know, he's mentioned it, DeGrom has mentioned it, and, you know, the scenario is quite different from last year with uh, DeGrom getting his personal catcher down the stretch because he's going for the Cy Young. The Mets have to win every single game, and you don't take yeah. a guy out of the lineup— uh, who had, you know, even just a couple days ago had his long hitting streak going. Uh, if they wanted to plan his rest days around days that Syndergaard pitched, then, you know, they didn't do that for DeGrom when DeGrom had same gripe with Wilson Ramos. So um, the, re- the fact that these things always somehow come out is really the issue because things happen behind I closed I doors I and then have, it's spoken okay. about, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't have that much of an issue with Noah Syndergaard making this request behind closed doors, and I do think he has a point this past weekend. Syndergaard starting Sunday afternoon. Marcus Stroman is starting Saturday night. Why wouldn't you give Ramos the day off with Syndergaard if Syndergaard's more comfortable throwing to another catcher, and the numbers bear it out? And the other thing to keep in mind, it makes sense that Ramos and Syndergaard wouldn't work together well Syndergaard lives low in the zone. Mm-hmm. He's never had the high fastball that gets swings and misses. He's done it more this season, to be fair. But he lives low in the zone. And Wilson Ramos's weakness as a catcher is he doesn't get a lot of those low, borderline pitches called strikes. So it would make sense that Noah Syndergaard would have more success throwing to a different catcher. So I don't have a major issue. With Noah going to management and saying, hey, I'm more comfortable with the other catchers, it's nothing personal with Wilson Ramos, but the numbers bear it out over the course of this season to a significant degree, and I think if you're trying to get the most out of your players, this is a pretty reasonable thing that you can do occasionally. Wilson Ramos should be playing as much as possible, but if he's off on Saturday, why not play him Saturday and give him the day off Sunday for Noah rather than Marcus Stroman? I think that's reasonable. Um, But yes, the fact that it comes out is the issue. Now, my initial read on it was that this had to come from Noah's camp and he was unhappy about it. And I I said that uh, before Noah had a chance to address it. and He took an extra day uh, to to address it. Um, And Noah denied vociferously that it came from him. He also said he wasn't livid, that this was something that he had a calm discussion with the powers that be. So I don't I don't know where it comes from now. And playing the guessing game is annoying. Um, but you know, could it have come from someone within the Mets organization? Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, yeah. And it does seem like there are there is a major disconnect between Cindergaard and the team that could very well result in him being dealt this offseason. Um, that's what To I, I me, just, that's what it seems
0: like. They're just building the case of, look, this guy's hard to deal with, and after the season's over, they are going to get rid of him and try to bring him some pieces? But why
1: do this now? Like, they're trying to I don't make know. it in the He's Like, who is dumb enough? It, like, everyone looks bad when this goes out. And the, even the idea that it could come from someone with the Mets, to me, I mean, that is shameful. And if it comes from Sindergaard's camp, then shame on Noah. But whoever it is that publicized this or – Maybe mistakenly open their mouth to a reporter that they they should not have. I mean, the problem is that it does get out. And yes, the the reporters, the journalists are very good. The New York Post did a great job running down this story. Those guys didn't do anything wrong. But the fact that they do find out about it is the problem, and it's been an issue for the Mets for a long time here. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, it's part of the the drama that makes everything around the Mets more interesting at times. But this is one where. Everybody looks bad. There's no good guy. There's no bad guy. And it's not helping them win games here down the stretch. And I know it's easy to just crap on Noah. Right, hey, right, you right. got to buck up and pitch to Ramos. And to some degree, that's true. But right. there are times. There are exceptions. Like, for instance, Friday night, tomorrow night, Wilson. I didn't see the lineup today. Is Wilson Ramos off today? Uh, I'll check should, right Wilson now. Ramos should be off today. And then Ramos should catch Noah tomorrow night. That is the proper way. But last weekend, there was an exception for how they could do it to not just appease Noah, but also get the best out of him in a key start. Uh, Lineup. Nito's playing today. Okay, so they're going to have Ramos tomorrow. So Ramos should start tomorrow. No doubt about it. So what I did like, well, not like, but what
0: I saw here was, uh, it was actually a week, week ago. So before this even came out, again, about the uh, Ramos-Noah stuff. Uh, a guy named Brian Devine uh, tweet out from his interview with Noah. This is a Noah quote. I have two more years of team control and I'm already sick of these trade scenarios, Syndergaard said. I really wish they would stop because I hate picturing in my head the possibility possibility of me not ever wearing a Mets uniform. So... I mean, he's saying the right things. The guy wants to be a Met, and it's just becoming increasingly hard to see that that's actually going to happen because every couple weeks, something else comes up Mm -hmm. with the Mets and Noah
1: Syndergaard not uh, being on the same page. I remember spring training. He complained about them going up to Syracuse to to play that game, which, again, I thought was a reasonable complaint. Mm -hmm. I thought that Noah was looking out for the other 24 guys on the team rather than just complaining about himself. Uh, In the case of Ramos, if you want to make the – the case against Noah. I mean, you could say maybe he's more worried about his ERA than winning games because Ramos helps out offensively, even if it hurts Noah's ERA. But I don't think that that is the place where Syndergaard is coming from from this. And I think there are times like this past weekend where you can have you know Nito or Rivera catch him. Uh-huh. Ramos needs built-in days off as it is, but tomorrow is a day where Noah's going to have to buck up. Pitch to Ramos and figure it out.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, so uh, share the show if you want to be in the running for this Rosario jersey. Give us a shout if you want to chat. Six three one three eight eight five one nine five. A little early show today. I know some of you guys that try to uh, give us a call sometimes when you're at work might not be able to do that at your desk. It's not really lunch hour yet. So yeah, the
1: beers are decorative oh, before shit. noon.
0: Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. It's eleven thirty too. Let's crack open this. Eleven
1: thirty, yeah. Are you going yeah, why for not? It? go go for it. I don't know. Is this a judgment free zone? Yes. Yes. Uh, no one's... We're on the internet. There's a lot of judgy people on the yeah, internet. They're
2: going to judge you for Hold not opening it. Before
0: we even Where started the show, it was his idea to get the beers. <laughs> and now you're not going to open one? I don't
1: know. I don't know. Right. I don't want to be judged. It's well, not new. I don't care. Judge me. Throw that
2: beer over here. I'll drink it. <laughs> <laughs> judge me all you want.
1: That's freaking See, you're not on camera all the time. Delicious. Delicious. You're not all working right. tonight. Open the beer. Let's go. What do we got in the comments? Are people? Are they going to judge me? No, absolutely not. Judging um, you for drinking. they are jealous. cheering you
2: on.
0: They're probably cheering. saying, I really wish I could have a beer right now, <laughs> but I'm at work. She shakes her head as she And I that. can't. Um, yeah, big weekend coming up. It's the Somebody said it's up. 5
2: o'clock somewhere. Yeah.
0: It rounds it up to noon. It is. Did you happen to see the uh, tweets from Evan Roberts lately? And I don't want to shit on the team. Uh, not the team. I don't want to shit on the fans, I don't want to be like uh, Grant down in D.C., Uh. but the fans haven't really been turning up the past few days and I get it, school's back in session doesn't matter, it's a pennant race I mean, I don't live in Queens anymore and I got a four-year-old so I can't get there as often, so the weekends have been good, the division games have been good
2: I had to teach my class I'm
0: hoping that this weekend the place gets flooded again. I mean, the Mets are kind of. Oh, Mets t- Dodgers, it will be $9. alive. Uh, hopefully, Absolutely. it's not all Dodgers fans. But nine dollar tickets, the Mets are kind of doing what they can to get people out there. It's granted, it's it's transportation is expensive, parking is expensive, beers and food and all that's expensive. But to yeah. get in the door, you can get in for nine dollars. So pack a lunch and uh, drink a forty in the parking lot. Mm. I don't have to tell you, but um, it has go been pretty. Yeah, go to McKellen. <laughs> it has been pretty dead uh, this week, and I'm hoping that it does pick up because. After this LFGM, uh, you know, rallying cry with the bat signal, uh, you know, a month ago, the place was mobbed.
1: Well, listen, you can't, you can't have a six-game losing streak at home, and then expect everybody to turn up every single week. They lost two out of three to Philadelphia, so now they've won three in a row against Arizona. And last night, the big first inning seemed to be eh, they're sucking me back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. And today's a day <laughs> game
1: during the week. I don't expect there to be much today. But, yeah, you win – let's say they win all four against Arizona. This weekend's going to be lit. And and this is a series that people buy tickets for in advance. They want to see the Dodgers come in. You have great pitching matchups. So, listen, if we're talking about 25,000 fans this weekend, then we can have this conversation. But I'm not faulting anybody – not I'm not even in a know, rush when you know the temper- it was chilly on Monday night. That wasn't an easy night to be in. Go at buy that a game. sweatshirt.
0: We have them in center field. I right. uh, yeah, I'm
1: not, I'm not <laughs> killing anybody for not going to see Arizona.
0: No, well, that's not what I mean. I'm not trying to shit on the fans here. That's the least that's the last thing I'm trying to do. I'm just saying that now that we're two games out, we're playing uh-huh. the Dodgers, the guys definitely perform a little bit. Well, I'm not even going to say they performed better. Worried about last this night, weekend. but this weekend will I be hope, turned man. up. Next week, uh Colorado uh Tuesday Wednesday Thursday, I believe, and then That's on the road. Cincinnati, yeah, then Cincinnati next weekend, which Cincinnati, up until oh no, <laughs> up until this no. morning, uh, Lizzie, you're on camera now. Um, she wasn't gonna go to Cincinnati. I'm so still not sure. Lizzie's doing the seating she chart says. with Drew, and I'm like, what are these two tickets? Like, those are for us just in case we go. I'm like, I thought you guys weren't going. Drew really wants to go. Lizzie wants to go as well, I'm sure, but you know, financial and whatever. I don't want to get into your business here of what you got going on on you know when you're not here. But um, you're in the process of spending a lot of money on something and you're trying to save. So I said to Lizzie, "Like, what are you doing on the weekend?" <laughs> well, you know, clearly, you know, part of the gig is you don't have to pay for your stuff. Like, just get there. Listen. So you know what we decided this morning, or I decided this morning, Jono also needs to get there who does all of our video work so i'm gonna rent a car and pay for the gas
2: i I might not be driving it and now lizzie
0: drew and Jono can get to Cincinnati. Look at that. When he
2: comes, he comes skipping over to my office. What a good boss! He comes skipping over to my office. He's like I have a great idea. Blah blah blah, and he's telling me this whole thing. And I have a, a mouse that has no wire, and I wanted to chuck it at his freaking <laughs> smiling face. It Why make,
0: don't you
1: let her borrow the uh, borrow the truck?
0: I thought about that. I, I don't know. It would definitely make it, but it wouldn't be a smooth ride. It's like a ten hour drive. So it would make it, it, I'm it there. Not maybe not driving
1: back. that
2: thing. Fucking crazy. I'll leave it there and take a flight fucking home. Instead of, crazy.
0: uh, the,
1: fuck that. the
0: pregame party is going to be so <laughs> incredible. Hotel
1: and, uh, car in one, you know? Oh, the f- What the f- Oh, yeah, Pete, great idea.
0: Now you should t- you could take- this, the tr-
2: I don't even have any more battery in this thing. It doesn't even fucking work right now. You could now. take the truck. I hate
0: both of put you. Put a couple cots in the back. Pete, that a great idea. I quit. I quit. And John would, would film the whole thing. It would be almost like a, uh, what do they call it? Road rules?
2: Yep. Great. MTV, Sounds great.
0: little road, ru- road, yep.
2: road rules. Yep. <laughs> totally. That's Lizzie, exactly Johnno, what Drew. I plan to do in my fucking 30s. <laughs> is t-
0: to Cincinnati.
2: Yeah. To Cincinnati. It's, yeah.
0: I've I drove out there. It's, it Here we fair. go. Uh, anyway, guys. So, yeah. Uh, Catch Lizzie, Drew, and Jono <laughs> out in Cincinnati next weekend. I'm not but...
2: driving. Or I'll drive there, leave the car there, and take a flight home.
0: Whatever. Uh, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Cincinnati All pregame right. next weekend, the 21st. We are going to be at the Half Brow House, which is actually in Kentucky. But it's close enough. There's a little bridge called the Purple People Bridge, which we're going to walk over together. Lizzie and Drew are going to lead the charge there. <laughs> um <laughs> The shirts say the Queen's City. And if you don't Are know. Are you paying
2: for my food while I'm there too? Because the that shit costs a lot of money too. Uh,
0: nickname is the Queen's City. So we just dropped an S on there the Queen's you gotta eat City. eat here too. For the weekend. Yeah, we'll pack a lunch for you. Uh, I'm sure McKellar could give us some beers for the car, too. So you're good. You're good. Um, Head on out. We're going to be there bright and early. The the game is at 4.05, so the gates or the doors to the Hopper House will open at 11. It's not a private party, so if you happen to be around, you have tickets to the game, you're not sitting with us or whatever, uh, come and hang out with us pregame. Then we're going to do the short .9-mile walk over the bridge to the ballpark. So definitely head on over. And it's going to be a fun time. I can't freaking wait. I actually went there. I think it was opening day, 2005 or 2006. The the Mets. Um, I don't know if it was Braden Looper. Oh yeah, that game. was the know. Braden Looper game. Yeah, I was there for that one, no. and it that was, wasn't a nice day. You no, know, it was miserable. It was hailing. Yeah. Yeah. It was freezing rain. No. it was it, the Mets won, which was cool. But um, I'm excited to go so back. They blew
1: Pedro's good start. Yeah. Right? Then Pedro pitched great. Looper blew it, and then they won in extras. I don't, I don't even remember. remember them winning. It was, I, I, I do
0: remember it was like my first day I ever meeting Kevin Burkhart. So that was pretty cool. Oh, okay. It was a thrill for me. Um, so definitely make plans. Lizzie, Drew, John are going to be there. It's going to be fun. <sighs> and um, I do want to give another special shout out. I'm kind of jumping around here. But Monday night, the Mets Wags, the, uh, the wives and girlfriends, put together that raffle and they had all the different baskets, they had 12, 12 different baskets and they raised $12,000 for the uh police and fire widows uh widows fund i think i'm, I'm am i might even say that correctly but 12000 dollars is, is a great deal of money um awesome. you know for a first year i'm sure they'll work out the kinks I mean, you know nothing ever goes completely smooth on the first time i know the the line was long but i i'd assume that the fans waiting kind of understand like hey this is for a good cause and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know kind of wait it out but 12 grand is great especially on a monday night when they didn't draw that well through the gates Maybe next year. Uh, I'm not putting too much pressure on the ladies, but if they do this annually, maybe it's something that they could build on and and um, you know make the process as smooth as possible. So I only kind of knew about it a few days prior, but I'd like to kind of help next year if if they'd like our help to maybe even sweeten the deal a little bit, maybe put some tickets in the in the packages or something that might uh, you know dr- raise a couple extra dollars for them. So
2: I have two tickets to Cincinnati. If anybody wants.
0: That. Oh my God! <laughs> You're going. 631 uh, 388 <laughs> Give us a shout Don't forget to share the show If you want to be put in the running For the Rosario uh, Jersey So Pete I gotta tell you That story last week With the running uh, The running race story Was probably one of my favorite moments Of the year that we've had in here.
1: It was my favorite moment of my life. The <laughs> amount
0: of reactions that we got afterwards from your no wife. Place, my baby girl.
1: From yeah, from your wife, <laughs> from wife. your
0: friends that have all heard this story, mm. and uh, retweeted and said, you know, uh, one person said him. So maybe it was your wife. I'm so tired of hearing this story. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely my wife. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought thought of you with that story as like a like a Peterman when uh, Peterman buys the stories from Kramer because he has all these interesting stories. But if someone else. You know if you were to sell that story to someone else you can never say it ever again. Are you saying you 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 have
1: it now? I wanna you buy, it? I want to buy that story from you. You want to buy that story. It's a, I can't it's a run price a seven a story for me though. And then I have to get rid of it. I have like one picture of myself or two pictures of myself in my apartment. They're the only pictures of myself I've ever printed out. And it's the pictures from that race, me at the finish line and me holding up the winning fleece, which I guess I should have brought in today. I didn't think about it. Yeah, it, it
0: would have been great. But that was a phenomenal story. If you happen to miss last week's episode, scroll
1: back and, and check it out. Well, go watch the edited version. Darren put it together. Yeah, cut it, cut it down Seinfeld clips and uh, the, the pictures of... Of the race is pretty well done. Any way to get some more signful references out <laughs> out in the in the universe is.
2: I was listening to Darren as he was uh, editing the the video, and I had to come out there and be like, "Okay, let me hear the whole thing back again." And I he put in like all the photos of you, which I hadn't seen, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so much better!" <laughs> well, you know what it was?
0: I had this it edited, awesome. and I sent it to Pete. And then he goes, oh, wait. And then he actually replied with the photos. Because I was doing my own stealth work on the internet, yeah. scrolling back 2009. Um, uh, jigsaw. I was looking for oh, the really? photos. Okay. And then you actually just sent them to me. I'm like, oh, this is great.
1: Uh, definitely scroll back and check that out. But Did you find the race results? Are they no, I online for anywhere? So there's no. no real proof of it. And the other thing that <laughs> uh, maybe you would notice if you go back and look. I'm sure you don't have the picture handy. But it was uh, two ladies holding the finish tape at the line Uh and one of them accidentally dropped it before you got before I got there (laughs) so if you see the photo the finish line is actually down at my feet so it doesn't necessarily look like a winning photo I got it Um, everything
2: about this is awesome
1: So you see, it's at my feet. Like, I haven't broken through the tape yet. The one chance I'm ever going to have to win a race, and they couldn't get the tape right at the Who took this picture? It was a professional photographer that was there.
0: <laughs> it, it's a great shot because it's got the time, it's perfectly framed. It's got it's, the time on the top and everything. Yeah. They're the only
1: pictures I've ever bought <laughs> <laughs> from one of these races and things like that, right? You ever do an event? That's Or you, do, like, you have awesome. all of the, you know, they have like the watermark on it yeah. and stuff like that. You just kind of take it with the watermark sometimes. But it's like you ride the I'm cyclone. I'm like, no, I need the clean version of this. I will pay the $30 or whatever it was for these pictures.
0: Yeah. You ride the cyclone. They try to sell you the photo of you like, with your hands up down yeah, the first yeah. drop. Um, phenomenal story. We definitely need more of that on the show, but um, <laughs> it's my life. I do want to let you guys know that tomorrow we have, uh, it feels like we haven't released new stuff in, in a long time. So we have a pretty big drop tomorrow of new stuff and, um, you know, new colors and and so on and so forth. So go over to the and set yourself up with a reminder for tomorrow at 11 a.m. We have uh, the Shea Stadium throwback shirt which was only available previously as a t-shirt or women's tank. We're doing that as a V-neck or a hoodie. The um, New York apple, which um, has been popular for us for a couple of years now in a bunch of different colors. So definitely go and set yourself up with a reminder tomorrow at 11am. We're restocking a whole bunch of new stuff. If you're listening to this on a replay and it's past 11am, some of this stuff might, some of this stuff might be sold out already. If not go and check yourself, uh, not check yourself, check yourself out uh, with some new merch. But a lot of people have been asking about the Polar Pete shirts, when they're going to be back. And I have it here on the site. When he hits number 50, they'll be back. So uh, I'm very confident he's going to hit three more. So definitely let yourself uh, make a mental note that when he hits 50, come on back. We're going to restock the... uh, Maybe he'll do it today. Three today? Why not? Uh, I was there for a three-home run game for uh, Jose Reyes in Philly, uh, the Mets lost the game, but Jose hit three home runs. Duda hit three home runs the night that uh, the Wilmer game, when Wilmer was crying on the field. Uh, Duda hit three home mm-hmm. runs that night. They mm-hmm. lost that game as well. Somebody
1: hit three homers this year. It's not coming to me immediately. Mets. Yeah. Right. Because uh, uh, I remember talking about like uh, Kirk Nieuwenhuis's game yeah. and some of the famous three homer games recently. Shit. I don't know. I'm <laughs> yeah, not
0: good with the right, I'm not good was, with the stats over here. I remember here. the Nieuwenhuis game.
1: Well, yeah, Kirk. That was a week that yeah. no, do it. Oh Cano did it, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Oh shit, you
1: know what? That I mean <laughs> that is like kinda wild that Robinson Cano did it and just uh didn't this hit right away. What <laughs> you have the card in your pocket? I Oldest to... second baseman in major league <laughs> history with a three homer game. That's freaking weird. So shout out to Tom. Had it handy. <laughs> 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 I had this
0: in my pocket. Um, yeah, they come out with the Tops Now cards. So uh, free plug for Tops here. They do uh, like certain moments. They make special cards. Why do you
1: have this in your pocket? Someone <laughs> gave
0: it to me. What, is there a number on that? What does it say on the top right, on the back? Five, fifty five. eight. 558. Oh, me too, 558. So I don't uh, – this guy, Chris, who sits with us, who works for Tops.
1: This had... is not mint anymore because it was in your pocket. Yeah, you have Chris, to put it's... this in hard plastic <laughs> and protect it forever so you could one day get a dime for it. Yeah, right. I don't know if uh, did people still collect cards as much? People still collect, but they are Did you see the video? Not, not as valuable as they once were 80 years ago. Did you see the video
0: of the little kid Yankees fan that knows like the whole roster from the baseball cards? I did not.
1: Oh, I heard. I read a tweet about it, but I didn't see there was a video. It's incredible, and it made me
0: buy a set of baseball cards for Amelia immediately. Hmm. And uh, the most disappointing part of the whole thing was when you open it, like one of the first three cards were um, Keon Broxton, Jay Bruce, and uh, Jason Vargas because the set comes out before the season starts. Mm. But I guess there's different sets that come out throughout the year, so that was like the opening day one. Um, I didn't think Jay Bruce was with the team long enough to be able to make the set this year the beginning of the year
1: No I wouldn't imagine so then that means Anthony Swarzak got a card because they're in the don't. same trade but he, I do enjoy watching games with my wife who is she's not a big baseball fan growing up but uh. she follows the Mets through me essentially and she'll be watching a game and then be like wait, why is Jason Vargas on Philadelphia? Didn't he used to be a Met? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like pointing out stuff like that. And when did Wilmer leave? And, uh, you know, catching up on things well after the fact.
0: I won't play this whole thing, but it, this this is, uh, this is very impressive. Uh-huh. I
4: have Jay
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and, yes, he's a
2: brother. Yes. Wait, he said yes. What's his name? uh what yeah good job that's Jackson. incredible
0: so i instantly had to go buy baseball cards for amelia after this but um <laughs> let's hit the phones uh oh rally man what's up rally man
4: what up fellas how's it going
0: we're hanging out you on your way to the game today or you got work
4: Nah, unfortunately, I, I have a night shift, so I will I will miss the game just by a couple hours. But uh, that's okay; I'll be there in spirit, just like we all will. Uh, it's unfortunate that a lot of us can't be there for during those uh, weekday games. But um, I don't know; there's plenty of people in flushing if they're like five minutes away. I don't I don't understand what the fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, people have lives. You know, not everyone that just lives in Flushing can go to the baseball game. And not everyone that lives in Flushing cares about
1: baseball. Well, why don't we shut down Flushing today <laughs> and just tell everybody, <laughs>
4: go to the game. That's, That's it. Up. We'll, Get we'll some hold buses. the city of Flushing a uh, uh, hostage. Yeah, the, all yeah. the
1: businesses close, and everyone's got to show up to the game within an hour. <laughs>
4: Sounds very good. When like, rally like, man like is mayor, <laughs> yeah. R- rally mayor. Okay, I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, so I see we have PMA Pete in the house bringing the uh, 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 uh viewpoints, but uh, you know we all kind of you know keep that realism in you know in in tow. And this is my question for today, guys. Um, let's say we have a really Good run in September, a lot of excitement, just like it's been. Uh, If we ended up being out by one or two games, in your eyes, is that, like, I wouldn't say is that a success, but is it, like, at least somewhat satisfying, like, okay, great, the season at least didn't end in fucking June. Like, at least they gave us some excitement in September. It wasn't just like, oh, great, okay, we got our call-ups, you know, let's see who we can see and yada yada but uh, for me personally uh yeah i think i would be i would be pretty satisfied i mean it's it's better than last year
0: this is what the team wants you to be every year they want you to feel like the end of the year even if they don't make it they battled and then you come out next year and you have that hope but no I would not be satisfied if the Mets don't make the wild card game I mean I could definitely say I enjoyed my time hanging out with the group and enjoyed my time at the ballpark but satisfied would definitely not be the word on my brain to uh uh identify this season I think that they have to get to the wild card game. They have to win the wild card game, and then I'll be satisfied.
1: I mean, the only thing that would make it satisfying is that they beat us down to such a degree <laughs> by the All Star break. I mean, Brody Van Wagenen basically offered a concession speech that first game back in Miami after the All Star break. And then they had this wild run over the second half, which has been a lot of fun. So I think if the perspective is from that point on, sure, you're getting like bonus baseball, it feels like. But no, considering what they gave up in the future to try to make a run this year, in the big picture, you cannot call this season a success if it results in anything less than meaningful – not meaningful uh, – legitimate playoff baseball. Right, right, right. Not like like just beyond one day. Beyond the wild card, too. right? No, yeah, yeah I and mean, yeah, considering sure. what they gave up, win now moves Robinson Cano. That contract could become onerous in future years mm-hmm. if it's not already. Edwin Diaz too. You know, you, you took a risk on a, a closer to bring in a reliever and hope he could be what he was last year. I mean, those are win now moves, and they haven't paid off thus far this year. But um, considering you know the way that they made them and what they gave up, yes, you have to be more than just competitive in September this year so let me ask you rally are you hitting uh Cincinnati in a couple weeks or next weekend
4: no unfortunately I cannot get time off at work oh, I was but... gonna say
0: Lizzie's driving so uh we don't <laughs> <laughs> we'd have a spot for you if you want to jump on in the bus um, sure. all right so uh <laughs> rally she's giving me a look now uh we'll see you out there at the ballpark I'm sure you'll be there on the 29th that's it right? for real <laughs> all
4: right just just one more thing sure I've been thinking about it for a couple of months since I asked. I had to really put together my answer. But uh, my favorite uh, 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 and most embarrassing uh, Guilty Pleasure movie, I'm going to go with a series because they're pretty much all the same fucking plot. Uh, It's got to be Fast and the Furious. Uh, I I want to hate those movies, but I love them.
0: All right, man. I'll talk to you later. (laughs) Sounds
4: good. Has, that where question? the hell did
1: that even come from? He, didn't, he, he was gonna. Uh, he's, he's asked us that question. Oh, a yeah. so he times, just answered it himself. And we never really like threw it back at him. Uh-huh. So I guess he wanted to make Let's sure get to, in there. to get it in
0: All right. So uh, next person to get through, will play what's in the box. But I definitely you could wanted- win a
1: box set of Fast and Furious DVDs. <laughs>
0: I definitely want to give a special shout out to our friends from Clear. Uh, Clear is clearly at the ballpark, and if you don't have it, you're really dropping the ball. They are uh, partners with the Mets along with 12 different MLB teams. Definitely sign yourself up for Clear. Go to clearme.com slash the seven line army to begin your enrollment. And you can complete it just by going to the Jackie Robinson Rotunda before any Mets home game. Also, don't forget if you are heading to Cincinnati, they are in the Cincinnati airports along with all the New York ones and up in Westchester at HPN. So, if you want to get three free months of the CLEAR membership, go to clearme.com slash the 7 Line Army and use the special cr- promo code 7Line3 for three free months. Um, Lizzie is showing me something here. Okay.
1: Is there a marathon runner? A oh, marathon we got Eric. Uh, what's up, Eric? Eric. Hello. How you doing, Eric? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are we doing? you training up? you still doing good? Ready Still to run that marathon, better. New York City? It's coming up.
4: Yeah, I ran eight miles last night. I'm feeling pretty good. Boom! All right. Yeah. So, Pete, I got a question for you. You know, I'm I'm hearing this story. Uh, you know, I saw your race time on the uh, the picture. Um, I say I say, how about you and me have a race? <laughs> Where you want to race? I don't know. You name the terms. You're you're, uh, you're the big winner down in uh, East Iceland, so. Uh... <laughs>
1: Well, I, I have to design the course and make sure that you go the wrong way. I mean, that's kind of my <laughs> my superpower here. I retired from racing, basically, after that one. I'm like, because I was always, like, building up. I used to do the Central Park races a lot. And I would build up, like, the they would give you the percentage for your gender and age group. Mm-hmm. So you would be, like, 60th percentile. And I'd get up to, like, 65. And like, okay, I'm working my way up, getting better. But then once I won the race, I'm like, the first well, 100 percentile, whatever it is. And I'm like, well... That's it. (laughs) Why would I do anything after this? So Uh, you're gonna retire. You're gonna pull a Rudy. You're just gonna retire on top.
0: Listen, Eric. If he's not taking me up on my life,
1: to be honest, Rudy didn't get ever uh, extra opportunities. He only had the one. I have other opportunities, but I'm choosing. I would think of it more <laughs> like John Elway. I'm going out like John Elway on top. I Champ. Like it. I We've been like talking it. I about like it
0: all year. I can't get this guy to do a eating competition with me. I don't know if he's gonna be doing a running competition anytime soon. I said
1: but I'd do the eating. I when don't. are we doing
0: that? Maybe
1: uh, I'll do it the day before the race. i uh, yeah. Do my yeah. carbo load.
0: Or right right before. Maybe no, that'll be the thing. Eric, it'll be an eating competition. Directly followed by the running competition. Oh, directly. Back-to-back, like a triathlon, but we'll have to think of a third uh, event there. <laughs> oh, yeah. We definitely need oh, a yeah, third event. Yeah, poop thing. in your pants. All right, all right Eric. That's uh, part of You're going to play What's in the Box, oh. presented by our friends at Lumberland. Just give
4: me one second here. And now it's time for everybody's favorite game. Whoa. Presented by Lumberland.com.
1: man has got to step it up. I know, right? He's got to be on time with these things.
4: So, Eric,
0: uh, one, two, three, or four, whatever's in there, you get for free, and uh, we'll mail it out to you. So what you want, one, two, three, or four? I'm going to go with number one because I'm a better racer than
4: Pete.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's trolling you so
0: hard. (laughs) Number one, Jordani Valdezpeed. Oh, is that the one I've been waiting months for this? I don't think it's that one. It It is, it is.
1: So you I didn't want him to win the good one. <laughs>
0: so you get a Lumberland.com bat mug, and it is a apple. And on the inside of the apple has the team roster engraved in there. It says New York. Um, I don't know if Lizzie actually – Lizzie, pick up right now. And uh, we'll mail this out to you. All right, man?
1: Hey, thanks so much, guys. All
0: right, no problem. Nice thanks job,
1: man. Eric. My rival. <laughs> I have a new rival now.
0: So, if you aren't Eric and you want to uh, go check out what Lumberland has to offer, go to lumberland.com, type in the search bar Mets, and you can see all the different options they have up for grabs. They range from about uh, 40 to $50 up into, you know, they have a couple sets that are a little bit more expensive. But my personal favorite here, which you definitely have to order and maybe even give one or send one to Pete Alonso, we talked about this last week, was the. Uh, the one of him engraved, you know, with his uh, caricature on there or his, you know, whatever. It says LFGM across his chest. Very cool. So head on over to Lumberland.com. Pick up something for yourself or a loved one. They make great gifts. And don't forget to use the special promo code OABT for 15% off. And, um, yeah, thanks to Lumberland. And uh, definitely go check out their site. Hey, so, hey
1: Eric, get in touch. Uh, either call back or get in touch with one of us. I, I had an idea. uh uh-huh. So we'll... we'll we can run the same race. They still do the East Isle Jigsaw race every what is year. It? Uh, it's in April. Okay. So it wouldn't be for a while, but I'll Both do my race best that. to have the day off okay. and uh, make sure to, to make that happen. I will race Eric there, and it goes to you know a great cause for autism. It, it is a great race. They had a day that happened to benefit me, <laughs> but it happens. But that's it's great, fast great, though, man. Seven minute miles is fast. It, it was the fastest I've ever run yeah. because that's really y- fast. you put the little carrot in front of somebody and <laughs> right. they could do some things. So. I'd blow out a
0: hamstring. I'd probably do like nine minute miles. <laughs> um, Bring the van Even nine out.
2: minute miles are hard. No.
0: Yes. You run on a treadmill. You do like, uh, what, 10 minutes? Uh, you put it on six, right? Uh, six miles an hour was that 10 minute miles. You'd easily run faster than six miles an hour. Right? For how many miles? Four miles. It's only four miles. It's not that bad. Okay. It, it depends on if Darren, you're a runner how Darren much is going to race with you. Yeah, I'll race with you. How about that? And right right after the I'm gonna Rowdy lose. fight?
1: Oh, yeah, I can't wait to fight in <laughs> and Rowdy.
0: All right, so...
1: Uh, <sighs> Can, that'll be your uh, double. So I got to do the eating competition and then race. You will have to do rough and rowdy. And then I'll give you the night to sleep it off. And then you can run.
0: I can run. I, I just bought a dirt bike again. I'm going to get back in better shape. I, I sold my the Harley last week. dirt bike is going to help you run? You should look it up. M- riding a motocross is one of the most grueling sports out there. You work your whole body. You work your core. You work your stamina. You work, your, work your cardio. Does it work your aerobic <laughs> ability? Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. You can go out of breath.
0: Yeah. Look okay. it up. Look it up. Motocross. Yeah. Uh, All right, guys, so we're going to get to the share contest now. If you're headed to City Field today, hopefully you see a strong start out of Strowman. Like I was saying in the jump, we haven't really seen uh, his full potential yet. And, um, you know, hopefully that uh, comes true today because we definitely need it to come out. I mean, I'm hoping that, you know, you don't score nine runs last night and then come out flat today, but come out, win this four-game set, which is usually very hard to do. We have another four-game set at the end of the season and just a couple weeks now against the Marlins who always like to play spoilers against us. So, it's going to be tough. It is an uphill battle. We are two games out with 17 to play. But it's a little
1: different Marlins team, to be fair. Right. No, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you know, two games back, 17 to play. I'm feeling it, and uh, got to keep that PMA up. So
1: You had to say 17 to play again, didn't you?
0: I just said it goes with PMA. 17 to play, PMA. Um, Lizzie, let me know when you're ready for the Facebook. I will take care of the Twitter. Um, I'm you ready, but you have to win. just give me
2: extra seconds.
0: Okay. How many extra seconds because do you
2: need? Because I have to... Like, scroll with my fingers because my, my mouse
1: literally broke. So. Oh, because you threw it at Darren earlier. Because <laughs> I wanted to, the and temper. then it was like, relax.
0: <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be so much fun. I can't wait to go to Cincinnati.
1: Oh, my God. And K- Kentucky. You get to cross off another state, or yeah. have you been to Kentucky?
0: I've been. I used to race BMX there back in the day. Oh. Louisville, Kentucky <sighs> was the NBL Grand Nationals. <sighs> I've been around the block. I've right. probably been to almost every state. Tell me. Uh, okay, stop.
2: Oh, that was really fast. Um. Hold on. Uh, Kevin A. Kelly.
0: Kevin A. Kelly. Oh, wait. Let's see if he won. Make sure he hasn't won anything this
2: uh, season. He is the winner. You're
1: clear, Kevin. Nicely done.
2: <laughs>
1: you. All right. Tell the people what they the won, Darren. Mr. Pete. Stop. Uh, uh, hold on. I didn't, I didn't open it up yet. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to get myself so if I do it early enough because okay. I'm usually an early retweeter. Stop. That's true. I haven't gotten myself yet. All right. Let's make sure this guy has not won. You. Come uh on. wait the pd mac uh, the what's PD your job? oh he
0: did win the he PD won PD last mac. year okay different no, i got a second chance okay. <laughs> second life no He's no way <laughs> um let's see if this guy has won no he has not okay mike lichtenberger mike lichtenberger at mike math mets damn it mike if you have math in your name you must really oh, maybe he's a math teacher. Uh, you win. All right, cool. We'll you know, what I ran wins. into the other we'll day. Uh, uh, I got
1: to write Rosario. So we remember later. Yes. Yeah, I right. ran to Mike me Oh yeah. Are you guys neighbors? Yeah. The same building. No, but I, I ran into him like on the corner. And I was like, I actually said Meanin and I just screwed up the last name. And it was your last name. But, yeah. uh, yeah. So I ran into Mike and I was like, <laughs> I went on Twitter later and, uh, and, and I was like, Oh, maybe it'd be good luck that we ran into each other. And the man huh. said the, lead against the Phillies at the time oh I don't know which oh no it was the horrible Tuesday night oh my massacre. yeah so yeah, I was like they, oh maybe it's good luck and then they lost and then I was like I'm moving <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> can't see him on the street again can't risk it
0: not to open up old wounds but last Tuesday you know with that happening and also Syracuse blowing it like last Tuesday was just miserable so uh I can't let's
1: say I cared that much about Syracuse it was just the fact that it happened to two teams In the Mets organization, Yeah Well honestly.
0: one team That actually got it done Was the uh, Brooklyn Cyclones So shout out to the Cyclones I
1: mean, again though Like another game That Ended the season Right Like all of these False lives I mean the Mets Have been like a cat This year yeah. They've legitimately yeah. Had at least six or seven lives. Yeah. So maybe they have another run in them. But no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Brooklyn. No, no. Just yes.
0: Brooklyn. Shout out to Brooklyn. Um, we always have a great time going out there, and mm-hmm. uh, it's great to see the guys get it done. Edgardo Alfonso uh, leading them to, to victory. You got Andy Chavez on the coaching staff. I mean, it's it's great that uh, – uh, it's great for them. It's great for, for Brooklyn. Hopefully um, – you know, it just sparks some more energy because uh, I know that the minor league games are a little bit hard to get people to come out to. That's why they run so many promotions and they do so many ways to get people into the gates. And uh, they've got a great team. And hopefully uh, the Brooklyn... So I don't know if they're going to run, have a parade or anything, but hopefully the people around in Coney Island are very proud of them. No, that's great. I, I, I know think, we are.
1: Is it the second or third year for Fonzie as manager? I think it might I be think his third, third year. Third, now. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's come a, a long way in that role to be able to put together a winning team like yep, that. Yep, yep. Um, you know, it's it's impressive, and certainly a guy that you keep an eye on as maybe someone who can ascend to becoming a major league manager.
0: Absolutely. So uh, shout out to you guys. If you're headed to the ballpark, have fun, stay dry. If uh, you happen to get wet, if there's a rain delay, we do have hoodies in in center field at the seven line kiosk. Uh, We will see you guys next Thursday, same time. Well, actually not the same time. We're going to probably do a one o'clock show next Thursday. One o'clock next Thursday on the eve of our trip to uh, Cincinnati. Hear all about it. I'm sure Lizzie will uh, have more details about her voyage (laughs) Hopefully she's got the map quest printed out. I've
1: never seen so many eye rolls,
0: and uh, we'll see you guys next this week. Is,
2: he is the worst Let's go, when it Mets. comes to peer pressure. He tries to peer pressure. Like between myself and Shu, you have a million points on your side.
0: Not to uh, extend the show here at all, but the other night Shu was like, "I can't buy a dirt bike. I can't really afford it right now." So I'm talking to him like, "Well, if mine, the one I just picked up, if it's not running good, I'll get another one. You can ride that one." And he's like, "All right, then I could do this. Then I could. I have to buy that." And he's like, "Wait a minute." <laughs>
2: Exactly. He's like, wait
0: a minute. You're do- yeah, I watched
2: here? you do this He's like, him. am I getting
0: a dirt bike? I'm like, yeah. I can't <laughs> ride by myself. <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, let's go Mets. See you next week. And hopefully at that point they are. Let's go. Tied up. In the wild card spot, not chasing. So let's go Mets. See you guys next week.